love one another, forgive, judge not, fear not. It's all such great advice with beautiful outcomes, but none of those principles is a one-step process. So let's talk specifics, the messy step-by-step. Welcome to, but how though, in a bunch of other spiritual conundrums. Welcome back to But How Though and a bunch of other spiritual conundrums. I'm going to go ahead and apologize for my delinquency these last couple weeks because the truth is I wasn't sure what to say. Every time I would go to do an episode, I had nothing. What I wanted to do was a magical Christmas episode to end out the first But How Though season. And I planned to have it done by December 15th, but it just wasn't working. Every time I sat down to do it, my mind would go completely blank. No ideas would cooperate or even coalesce. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, maybe for my own peace of mind or to relieve my own insecurities. So please just indulge me for a second. This podcast is so much harder than my other podcast. This podcast does not seem to work well with the timeline I've constructed for it. It's supposed to be one episode per week released on Tuesdays. That means it's got to be outlined, edited, recorded, then edited again by a certain day of the week prior to Tuesday in order to be out on time. That's how Humans Dealing with Humans works, only I release on Mondays. And really, this one should be easier because I don't have to worry about interviewing anyone else. It's literally just me. You would think I would have so much more control over the thing, but that just isn't how it works. Because I committed to base my episodes on what Team Universe would give me to go on. I would research and ponder and share my thoughts in my take, but it would be based on a direction they pointed out. That way, I could be an uplifter on their team and not beg them to be an accessory to Team Rachel. But that has been harder than I thought it would be for my ego. To be honest, I don't think that Team Universe... (laughs) is very concerned about my well-constructed timeline. There have been weeks when my deadline has come and gone. I still had no idea what an episode would be about, let alone have it recorded and edited. And I will ask, and I will ask, and I'll ask. And in years past, I may have just taken the reins and forced an episode to work, even though in my gut, I knew I was forcing it, and that to wait on the inspiration would be much more instructive and productive but my need to get it out on time so that I could look and seem put together and professional would overshadow everything. I swore I would not do that with this podcast. I swore I would wait until I had a clear direction for each episode. I swore that I would say what Team Universe knew needed to be shared that week, and I would trust that they would tell me in enough time to get it done and released when it needed to be done and released, which does not necessarily coincide with when I had planned to release it. (laughs) This season, there have been weeks where the inspiration or direction would come the day the episode was supposed to release. So I've had to release late or work extra creatively to get something recorded and edited, quote, on time. There have been weeks when I had something outlined And then I would feel that it wasn't quite right for that week. And I'd have to start over maybe even the day before it was supposed to release. There have been weeks, like these last two weeks, where I had maybe a nebulous idea about an episode, but it never felt quite right. So I just had to wait and try other ideas and none of them felt quite right until finally the Monday before Christmas, 
The last week I can logically release a Christmas episode to finish out the season. I pray and I ask Team Universe what the deal is and they give me an instruction I don't really want to follow, which is not to do a Christmas episode. Not only that, it's to talk about an experience I had this month that is so personal and so layered. I didn't think I was really ready to share it and not publicly. I'm telling you this to get sympathy, clearly, but also to bear witness to how in it Team Universe is with us. This podcast is mine. Truthfully, I can do what I want with it and say what I want, but that wasn't the point of starting it. I wanted to give it as a gift, a, a way to hopefully contribute to their team. And they said yes. They accepted my offering without hesitation, and they have come through with direction and inspiration on every episode so far. I've even had a couple of messages from listeners who have said they needed a certain episode and it came at exactly the right time for them. I couldn't do that on my own. I don't know who needs what or when or even how to get it to people. I couldn't know that even if I tried. But Team Universe allowed me on the team and they allowed me to give something I had that a fellow human might need when that human needs it. And it is the most gorgeous and humbling thing ever to be a part of that. Also, I've learned more about the love they have for us individually than I ever could have with a surface study of these principles. They know us. And learning to trust in that love and that individual involvement has helped me understand the paths I'm walking, even the really stupid and scary parts. Which brings me to our but how though for the week. Over Thanksgiving, we talked about Corey and Betsy Tenbaum and how they were grateful even for the fleas. And that is a concept that has been very hard for me in my life. I can say all the things, right? I can say life is happening for us, not to us. The obstacle is the way. The rough terrain builds a qualified hiker. Strength only comes from opposition. Blah, blah, blah. I can say the words, but that doesn't make me feel the feelings. That doesn't make me excited about a trial or grateful for a flea. It was the same way with forgiveness on my 22-year grudge. I knew the words. I knew the concept of forgiveness being for the wounded. I knew that holding a grudge was only hurting me and blah, blah, blah. But knowing the concept isn't the same as experiencing the principle. For about a year now, I have felt a little nudge from Team Universe to examine the principle of the obstacle is the way. The last two months, that nudge has felt more and more pointed and more and more obvious. I have felt Team Universe say, examine people in their trials. Observe these challenges. Ponder the beauty of this struggle. I wasn't sure why. And I started to worry a little, like, what's coming? Seriously, what's coming for me that I would need this kind of advice as a heads up? The big ask for me, it's big. Many miracles and answers and desires have been granted from it so far, but it is also far from over. And I have felt all the steps as they come and go. I've had some challenges. I've faced some fears. I've worked through some obstacles in my way on each different path that has been required in my big ask. I say this to make sure that everyone knows I've been working. Okay, <laughs> I have. Lest anyone thinks I asked for big things and then sat back and waited for the universe genie to grant all my wishes. That is not how this thing has played out. I've gone over the timeline. I've examined the little and big miracles along the way. This is no small endeavor. And Team Universe has been in it the whole way. Every little step 
has both led to and led through some amazing things. And now I feel like I'm at an intersection. It is a very interesting intersection. It's got several paths connecting at this one point where I sit. And I can't tell which, if any, are the quote, right path. I've been sitting at this intersection for a couple of months. Every once in a while, I will carefully start down one of the paths. And then I'm not quite sure if it's the right one. So I'll try another one. Or I'll just sit and stare at all the paths trying to will the right one to reveal itself to me. And then I'll go down that maybe. But until then, I'll just hang tight. But then I'll try the go a little ways down each path thing again, just to see if I'll get stopped or redirected or diverted in some way. And from what I can tell, none of them are wrong. But from what I can tell also, not one of them is the right path. At the end of November, I took a run with my friend Rachel and I was trying to articulate some of what I was feeling about this intersection of the paths and how I feel like what I need to do is follow all of the paths until I feel a clear signal about the right one, but that it's not time to sit anymore. It's time to tread the paths. And since I felt such a huge nudge about obstacles and challenges being the most important part of a path, I was certain that each path in front of me would have some big storm, some big opposition, or some serious fleas I would have to navigate somewhere along that path. She agreed. We laughed about that because we've been talking about how the obstacle is the way for both of us for like a year now. We've examined so many obstacles and seen so many miracles and talked about the messy middle part of miracles so often. It's like we've got each other's obstacles and challenges memorized. I know we talk about that all the time here because Team Universe is not in the business of prevention. They're in the business of growth and growth requires opposition and blah, blah, blah. So I say something cute to her like, I just wish I could look down all these paths and see which storms are on them and which fleas I might have to deal with on each of these paths so then I could choose the path according to which obstacles I would prefer to face. (laughs) I'm so clever. Such a normal and almost cliche joke to make about storms and obstacles. She agrees. Wouldn't it be so nice to know what's coming? Then we could pick a different path if we wanted according to what we'd prefer to face or what we would prefer to prevent. And we both leave with that, oh, if only feeling. And then I go run some errands. I'm at the post office in the parking lot and I'm thinking about our conversation. I can see the image of the paths and the intersection so clearly in my mind. And then the weirdest thing happens. Team Universe reminded me of what I said to Rachel about wishing I could choose a path according to its challenges, but then added a big statement. The paths aren't about the challenges. The paths are about the outcomes of what you want to get from the path. Like we've all heard, it's about the journey. But this went a little deeper. It's the becoming that the path gives you. And becoming occurs through challenges. And all of a sudden, the mysterious obstacles those paths held meant everything. I wanted the outcomes. Each one of those paths would give me different experiences. Each one of those paths would grant me understanding, enlightenment, growth, and qualifications I was looking to add to my resume. And if I was after outcomes, then I didn't want to avoid those challenges. And more importantly, I didn't want to pick just one. I wanted all of them. A huge paradigm shift 
occurred in that parking lot as cars came and went and I stood staring at the mountains feeling like I could hear the rumbling of them when they moved. I didn't want to prevent any hardship. I needed them. And I didn't have to pick just one path right now. I wanted the experience of all of them. The part of my journey that I am on in my big ask requires traversing several paths concurrently. It was like two and two slammed together in my mind and in my heart. I didn't just understand the concept that obstacles are necessary unpleasantness. We all have to endure them just because we're alive. No, all of a sudden the obstacle became the object of my pursuit. I would need them as many as I could experience. And here's where it gets really personal, guys. I knew right then that I would have to ask. I knew Team Universe was well aware of my parking lot epiphany because they had done the teaching. We were actually conversing. But now I was at a place where I had to act. The ball is in my court, so to speak. Not to go in search of hardships or to try to cause hardships, but to open myself up to challenges in a way I've never tried to do before. I was literally going to pray for trials. I went home. I wrote the epiphany all out so that I could process what had just occurred. And I prepped myself for one of the most important conversations I have ever had with the team. I won't share all the details because it it is very personal. But I will say this. My offering was accepted and the shift was significant. Now, let's dive into the practical situation of this because within an hour, I was forced to examine my commitment to this particular ask. (laughs) Not through an actual trial given within the hour, although that would have been hilarious. But a friend of mine told me she was pregnant. And I was like, oh no. (laughs) What if that was the trial I was handed? I just prayed for trials. I don't get to choose them. Before I prayed... In my prepping, I went through a bunch of major disasters in my mind, and I really had to search my heart with each one and clear out resistance before I told them that not only was I ready to handle more, but would they please give me more because I know I need it. But I'd forgotten to consider pregnancy. (laughs) Could I do that one? And then I was so mad at myself, so embarrassed and so devastated that as soon as I considered a trial I really wouldn't want, I questioned my commitment to my desire. But it's important that we look at that objectively. Trials are trials. They are hard and unpleasant by nature. Committing to and accepting and facing them does not mean you're supposed to do it with a cheerful countenance even while you struggle. It's okay to acknowledge all of the feelings the challenges evoke. No, okay, it's not just okay, actually. It's imperative that we acknowledge all of the feelings. We're not supposed to cheapen the experience by skating over the tough parts and pretending it's all easy and positive. We're not supposed to go through the tough parts and believe we're doing it wrong because we don't feel positive. We're supposed to feel the depth of the difficulty. I share this somewhat hesitantly because I know this experience is very layered and nuanced and there are a lot of feelings we have as humans because there are a lot of really crappy things we go through. Our trials can be very severe. And asking for trials is not something I'm saying we should all be doing in our prayers. I'm saying that for the first time in my life, I finally understood 
not just with my head, but I also felt it in my heart. Challenges are happening for us, not happening to us. They're not happening so we can have a performance review after and see how well we, quote, handled this or that. They're not happening because the universe hates us or isn't aware of us. The obstacles contained in our various paths are not horrid things to be avoided at all costs. And if we couldn't or haven't avoided something, it's because we're stupid or careless or sinful. Every opposition can be used to build us. Team universe can literally use every experience in our life to build us. If we're open, if we're honest, and we let them in, but it doesn't mean we'll feel good about the whole process while it unfolds. That's the point. We have to feel it all, even the bad stuff. And I'm not telling this story to guilt anyone about the feelings they have about trials either. Maybe you're in one right now or more than one. And what you feel is awful. You're exhausted, you're angry, or you're drowning. I'm not here to tell you you should be singing the thankful song right now. I'm here to tell you what you're dealing with is hard. It's layered, it's complex, it's painful, and it's part of the path that takes you from who you are now to who you are becoming. And the team, the entire universe is united to assist you. Not to take the thing away, but to tread the path with you. Even those crappy, scary steps. That's all I've got for this week. And that's a wrap for season one. I hope you all enjoy a beautiful holiday season. And if you're in the middle of something really hard, please remember, it's not because you're being punished. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was told how stellar a human she was before she was handed one of the heaviest, scariest burdens and trials I can imagine. And Daniel, all Daniel did was stand up for his values and stay true to his God. And guess what? No, those lions didn't eat him, but he still had to spend the night in that den. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into a furnace. Team Universe didn't stop the heat from being turned up or the manner in which they were thrown into the thing. No. Instead, witnesses saw a member of Team Universe join those boys in the furnace. And once we can accept that process, the we don't prevent trials, we consecrate them for your growth and then walk you through it process, I think we'll come to see how deeply they love us and our questions, especially, but how though? <laughs>